everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And today it's just us. Yeah, we've got a fun little grab bag of little topics. like Controversial opinions. Very controversial opinions. So this is a this is a exciting episode we've got for you. And it's also, Becca is the busiest person ever. We're going to get to highs and lows, but it's also our catch-up time. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. I know. I've been so MIA, which I also feel really bad about because you're leaving so soon and I'm so sad. We are recording and it's Wednesday afternoon and I leave in two weeks. That's crazy. I know. Before we get into this episode, though, this episode is sponsored by Night, the makers of our all-time favorite pillow. So if you want to get a better night's sleep, you need to check them out. We'll tell you more about it later in the episode, and you can take 20% off site-wide with our new code, which is BOPNIGHT at discovernight.com. Yes, that's a new code, BOPNIGHT. So, So, Grace, some highs and lows. Yeah. What's going on? So we are – I – I feel like nobody even cares anymore because I've been talking about this for so, so long. But we are starting to record Rom-Com Pod Season 3 tomorrow, which is really exciting. And it has gotten out of hand. It is out of hand in the best way possible. Yes. And that's what I was going to say is usually when things get out of hand, it's a bad thing. It's gotten out of hand in a good way. Like, I can't tell you anything specific on the podcast, but I mean, I can tell you that I may have had a poster of somebody in the cast in my childhood bedroom. Wait, can you tell the people when you're going to be able to share some of this news? Because I'm just excited for you. Uh, Probably not until May. I think it's probably going to come out in June, and I think we'll probably uh, drop the trailer in mid-May-ish, and we'll share some info then. But um, I am... Wildly exhausted, but wildly excited. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. It feels like a big – this one feels like a big turning point. Like, it feels like we got promoted from, like, the minor leagues to the major leagues with this one. Yeah. Yeah. What's your high? Oh, I have so many highs. Um, There's just, like, a lot of emotions. I'm really excited about next steps and things. Um, Like, the, I can't believe the move is coming up so soon. I can't believe it. I. It felt so far away when you told me. And it doesn't even really feel real. Like anytime I think about it and I like count the math of like when you're leaving, I'm like, no, that can't be right. Yeah, I know. It's it's wild. So this past weekend I had a friend visit and we did like all sorts of New York things. We went to Frank Frankie's 457 out in Brooklyn. Then we went and walked all over the city. Um, he's an architect. So we went and saw all these different buildings. We went to Le Bill Bouquet for dinner. Um, we saw the Calder exhibit at the MoMA, which if you guys are in New York, you absolutely need to go. There's also a really cool exhibit um, with architecture, all by black architects. And that was really amazing too. So, But I am such a huge Alexander Calder fan. So I loved seeing his work. And he's just so tied to the MoMA that it was really fun to get to learn more about his history with the MoMA. Um, So I absolutely loved that. And then my other high is today I ordered like the big pieces of my furniture that I'm that I need. I saw them. It looks it's going to look so good. I'm so excited. I ordered your bed. Um, My bed in my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. So Becca has her own room, obviously. Um, I ordered her bed. I ordered a new couch. I'm going to keep my couch, one of my couches for a while until the new one comes, but just something a little more sleek. We're... I'm keeping a lot of my stuff, but basically 
what Erin, I'm working with Erin Gates from Elements of Style has kind of proposed is she's like, you have so much colorful art. Like let's keep everything else like really simple, like a lot of black and white and tan neutrals so that the art can kind of shine and I can let my crazy art lady vibe go there. Um, I'm so excited about everything that I bought. I was kind of like a little stressed about money as I put this all on my, on my Amex, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait to come down. Yeah. I can't wait to have a guest room or your room. We're calling it your room. When do you think I can visit? Um, well, your bed could come sometime in May. Oh, I can't visit until then? But you can sleep on my couch or I, sleep in my bed with me. Um, I think your mattress might come before your bed does. We'll see. We'll talk about it. I haven't told people this yet, but I um, I did get vaccinated for COVID. So yeah. I haven't gone anywhere and I, I don't know what my plans are, but... You're coming to see me. Coming to see Grace's in the cards. I feel like I'm the only person I know that isn't vaccinated now. I feel jealous. But your time will come. My time will come. It will come. I'm waiting. I'm holding strong. Um, but yeah, guest room, your room, it's gonna be so fun. What about on the low? Um, on the low, so this we had daylight savings time, I think on Sunday. It was on Sunday. I don't know why I said I think. And it usually doesn't affect me, but I was like I felt like really wiped out on Monday and Tuesday. I was just like, I feel like myself again today and I woke up at seven and felt fine. But like, I like couldn't get out of bed till like 9.30 on both Monday and Tuesday. I'm having the opposite problem right now. <laughs> I'm so stressed I can't sleep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Um. So that kicked my butt. And then also there was just a million moving to-dos. Like my building makes you get renter's insurance and just remembering things like cancel your electric, cancel your gas, get new gas, get new electric, get new cable, um, cancel Time Warner, all of the things. So I, I made like a just a giant list and every day I'm t- – my goal is to check off two things from the list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not really any lows, but it is overwhelming and also – well, the new furniture is exciting, but I was like, ooh. Like, seeing the lump sum. Yeah, Working with a designer sum. and doing it all at once versus mm-hmm. slowly over time, you're like, ooh. Yeah, I was like, this is a lot. Like, I was like waiting for Amex to call me and be like, what are you doing? But, um, you know, I'm just not really going to spend much money. I haven't spent a lot of money recently, so it's fine. Yeah. What about you? I'm exhausted. I have been working nonstop for the past two weeks, like nights, weekends, I haven't slept past 7 a.m. in weeks. I am on my computer by 7 a.m. most mornings. Um, I am – I just have so much going on, which is exciting, but is right now really, really stressful. I was yeah. also complaining to you when I came down here. Today, I have spent the day just doing the calendar, the schedule for recording. I have done it. Five times today, oh and gosh. I just found out I have to redo it again because of a scheduling conflict. Um, so I am like frustrated and tired and overwhelmed, which is not great. And um, I have mentioned that I have another project happening that I can't talk about yet. Um, we have a script due in a month for a new project. Oh. Becca, oh. I've written I've written like five pages of it so far, um, and I think the writing I've done is good. But um, yeah, it is not to say like, hey, just got to get through this week. It's gonna stay bad for a while. Oof. So yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So should we get into our random? Yeah, let's talk about our random stuff. Okay. So let's start with, (laughs) let's start with what are things that you hate that everyone loves? Like what are your unpopular preferences? I love that we're starting out just real negative. Oh, here we are. <laughs> We're bringing the controversy to you early. Don't I don't worry. think I'm kidding around. None of it's contra- actually controversial, and I think it's very funny because we'll get into snacks and other things. I can't wait to I talk was, about snacks. I was trying so hard. I also am, I feel like I'm gonna be just like beating myself up after this because I know that I have so many more that I couldn't think of when I was Me doing too. the outline. I know. I feel the same way. And I was like, I finally have the platform to like talk about these weird things and I can't remember what they are. Yeah. I feel the same exact way. And then I saw some of the things you put in and I was like, oh yeah, I have a thing to say about that. Um, <laughs> should we alternate or should we each do our own list? Alternate. Okay. My first one, which you know, and everyone who is a regular listener knows, I just don't really like sitcom humor, like especially Schitt's Creek, which I everyone like comes for me on. This but one makes me so angry. I know. And I think that It's I not s- even like this is a safe space. Like I am upset about about this right out of the gate. I know you're upset. I just don't think it's funny. I think it's so stupid. Like never, like not even Friends. Like, oh, I love Friends. never liked a sitcom. I liked Friends. Hmm. I just, I don't know what it is. I find everyone on Schitt's Creek so unlikable. You're so wrong. I know, but I, I'm right for me. Ugh, yeah. I don't know if you are. I think you're just wrong and you don't know it. I don't know. I really tried, Becca. I watched like two seasons of it because everyone kept telling me I was wrong and I was miserable. Fine. We like what we like. I have. A, do you want me to take the heat off you? Because I have a very yeah. controversial TV opinion too. And I like the one that you hate. I hate Seinfeld. Oh my God. I, I love hate, Seinfeld. I hate Seinfeld. I I think it is partially that I never watched it while it was on air. Yeah. And so everyone who loves Seinfeld has like a kind of nostalgia for when it was on. And I don't have that. And so now oh. whenever I watch it, I'm like, this is really dated and not that funny. Okay. I could see that. I watched it like when I was younger. And so I feel really nostalgic when I when I watch it. And I feel like that about Friends as well. So I get that. But – I think it's a great show. But I feel like whenever anyone is saying how much they love Seinfeld, I'm just like in my head, I'm like rolling my eyes where I'm like, oh. Just take the pressure off, off and tell them how I hate Schitt's Creek. Yeah, that's a good idea. Deflect. Do you know my friend Grace? She hates Schitt's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Go yell at her. Go yell at her. What's, what is your next one? My next one is a beauty one. So I feel like there's all these skincare brands that get so much buzz and I think a lot of them are worth it. Um, a lot of them aren't. I don't like Drunk Elephant. I will say I love their bronzing drops. Um, You just take – it's like makeup. So you take one drop and you put it in your moisturizer and it just gives you a little glow. It's not self-tanner or anything. It just um, just gives you a little glow. And I like that a lot. But generally I find their products to have shitty packaging. I think they're really overpriced. I think the ingredients are fine, but I think that most of them are comparable to like Biosans or Pharmacy and – I think Biosense and Pharmacy are much better for less money. And then The Ordinary. I will tell you that um, with – and I have very sensitive skin, so don't let this deter yeah. anyone. But um, the Drunk Elephant products I've tried, my my skin has freaked out. Yeah. I've had a few freakouts too. Their vitamin C serum made my skin like go bananas. Um, the other thing is The Ordinary. I 
just think, um, I do think if you are like, if you have like an aesthetician's level of knowledge, you could probably do okay with it because you'd know like what, what mixes and what doesn't. Cause there's like things with like, you know, 30% of one active ingredient and the, oh. the actives are so strong. And I'm just like, you know, maybe this shouldn't be available like oh, to anyone to buy for like $10. I thought that the ordinary, and I, I've never used anything from them. I don't think I, but I thought the ordinary was like entry level skincare. And I was going to say, maybe it's like Glossier where I don't like a lot of Glossier's skincare because it's not it's not for you. It's not for me. Like it's for an 18 year old who has perfect skin. So I do think that I think it's like you need esthetician knowledge on a entry level budget. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. So you kind of need like I guess if your if your dermatologist gave you like a plan for the ordinary, that might be okay. But and then I just don't think the products are very good. I bought like every single thing in the line like a year ago to try it and review it. And I was like, I don't like any of this. Oh, interesting. So I did, never wrote that post. Interesting. Yeah. But I will say skincare is really personal. So if anyone who's listening to this loves both of those products, either of those products, like good, like use what works for you. I like that you're caveating this. I'm ready to come in hot with my most controversial opinion. Are you? Luxury toilet paper sucks. Um, Give me Scott toilet paper all day long. I get annoyed when I am in a bathroom. When something feels nice on your butt, you get annoyed? No, because it like doesn't – it's like too thick. It like doesn't get in your butt and like you have to use so much of it and I feel like my butt is never clean. That is so strange. I don't like, you know, like the Charmin ultra mm-hmm. soft. Hate it. I Ugh. hate it. I used to be a Charmin person but I switched to number two which is – um. A sustainable bamboo toilet paper. So I found that toilet paper is a very um, polarizing topic where some people vehemently agree with me and some people really disagree, even in my friends. Yeah. Rachel says that the worst thing about me is that I like Scott toilet paper. But then, for instance, like my friends Molly and Elizabeth are both like, yeah, Scott all the way. Uh, no, Scott. Um, I love Scott toilet paper. It lasts forever. It's so cheap. It does it does a good job like i just oh i hate luxury toilet paper i i even get irate when other people stock it in their bathroom that is so wild you have to try my toilet paper and let me know what you think because it it is bamboo so it's a little bit like um it's not super soft the way that Charmin is i've tried some of the bamboo ones and it's not soft versus strong it's like the thickness of it yeah this is like Charmin has like ultra strong and i don't like that either so you can like really dig your fingers into your butt no, so you like take a wad, like you like how many <laughs> squares of toilet paper do you think you use when you poop? Like six, maybe. Okay, great. So with Scott, you take like twenty five. <laughs> this like sounds terrible. It into a wad. It's great. You're it doing. Awful. You're going to the bathroom wrong. I the think, whole world. I think is. you're going to the bathroom wrong. Ugh. I think that there's a reason Charmin is so popular. I'm not going to win people over on this one. And I miss Charmin. I'm just trying to be more sustainable. I'm not trying to win people over on this one, but I just – I feel this in my heart of hearts. (laughs) I do. You know, I don't judge. I stand behind you on your mission. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Good for you, not for me. Yeah. In the words of Amy Poehler. I feel it on some things, but I feel like you liking Schitt's Creek is wrong, and I feel like – people who dislike Scott are misguided. <sighs> okay. My next one. Urban Decay Eye Palettes. Um, the Naked Palette, for example. Have you used these? Oh, yeah. I used to have a Naked Palette. I might still have it in like a drawer somewhere. I just think um, 
So I like a lot of Urban Decay's products. I love their eyeshadow primer. And I guess if you use their eyeshadow primer with the Naked palette, it works fine. But I don't want to have to buy an extra product to enjoy something. I think that it like flakes off. It doesn't stay on for a long time. The colors are really pretty. Oh, I've never had that problem. I always use a primer, but I don't use the Urban Decay primer. I use a, a MAC like paint pot primer. My favorite eyeshadows are either Stila or um, Ilia. You know whose palettes I really like as an alternative to the Naked palette is I have a couple from Anastasia Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. And they're so good. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. What's your next one? My next one is Where the Crawdads Sing, which is a book that most people listening to this podcast will have heard of it or read it. It has been on the New York Times bestseller list for like three years, which is – it's so indomitable that – you know, authors who are coming out with new books are like, oh, I have to fight with crawdads because it just stays on the bestseller list. And everyone loved this book and I do not see it. I don't see it. It was like written in hill people speak. Like it was hard to read in terms of the the prose. And then also is a completely unbelievable plot line from start to finish. I loved it. I like I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it's about a girl who is like abandoned by her family and like raises herself in a swamp. Yeah, she perseveres. Like terrible odds. Guess so, but terrible odds. I guess so. It's an but inspirational like, journey. I really think that somebody would have called child protective services on this girl at some point. And then she gets to her teen, late teen years and is suddenly the object of a love triangle. Yeah. So she, you also want me to believe that this girl who like lives in a swamp. She's naturally beautiful and has a glow up. She like doesn't have a shower. Yeah, but she found ways to stay clean. She was resourceful. It's a story of I perseverance, can't, Becca. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm just sitting here with my head in my hands. I have so many questions about this book. It doesn't – I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Everyone else liked it. I know I'm in the minority here, but wow, did I not like this book. Okay. I love this book. It's okay. We don't have to love everything. We're really bringing out some um, some key differences in our Venn diagram here. We are. My – thing that I don't like is Fleischman is in trouble, which the I'm not arguing that it's well-written. I think the author is an incredibly talented writer. I just found it to be super boring and like a wildly like wrong look at what dating is like. Like I just felt like my experience was so different and I just, I hated it. I hated the main character. I hated his wife. I hated their relationship. It made me like never want to get married. Um, I hated everything about it. See, this one I could see why you are saying the things that you're saying. I understand why you didn't like it. I I did like it, but I could definitely see there's this thing in like I call it MFAE fiction where, you know, it's like really highbrow fiction and um I I feel like you end up with a lot of unlikable characters and I can see why you wouldn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I just found it really unlikable. Um my other thing, I'm just going to loop them together. Romance novels about young people. I generally just hate them all. Oh, you hate a high school romance. Oh, my God. I hate a high school romance. I hate a 20-something romance. Like My latest 
romance that I really loved was um, Party of Two by Jasmine Guillory. And I liked it because the character was older. She was more successful. She like had, um, she just like had her life together. She wasn't this damsel in distress. I hate, I, I don't like like cutesy young teen romances. And I do not like, like when there's like a 20 something that like has a messed up life and can't get her shit together. And like a man comes in and saves her. I'm just like so done with those. You know, it's really funny because I feel like the more I get into rom-com pods, the more I understand about why books are the way they are. Yeah. And it like there also is something about like the structural element where it's like it's really hard to write a book about somebody who has everything in their life in order Mm -hmm. because then what are they missing or, you know, you can't start from – you can't have a perfect relationship in a book and you can't start from a – protagonist who's fully formed so it really makes me look at it really differently and i understand a lot more why some of these tropes exist yeah totally in order to make a book have like a central conflict i get it i trust me i get it i'm just like please find other ways that they're flawed (laughs) what's your last one um my last one is oatmeal (laughs) is it because the texture the flavor it's because you're a texture person you don't like mushy foods I'm a big texture person. I love oatmeal. It is in the same family of foods with cottage cheese, which is also a lumpy food. Um, rice pudding is also a lumpy food. Uh, tapioca pudding. Um, you know what's is- funny is I love all of those things. I like kind of mushy. Do you like risotto? Yes, I do like risotto. Huh. It is in this like mushy food family that – Texture-wise, seems as if it could have been previously chewed and then regurgitated. Okay. And it makes me want to gag. Okay. And when I see, you know, the cult of overnight oats on Pinterest, Instagram, it makes me a little queasy. That's so funny. You know what I want to make is I made these pumpkin overnight oats a long time ago, and I loved them. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be a hard no for oatmeal. Oh, love oatmeal. Love hard it. Hard no for oatmeal. So, before we share some more controversial likes and dislikes, let's take a quick sponsor break. So, as I told you earlier in the episode, I am really freaking stressed right now, but one of the things that I'm trying to prioritize is my sleep. But I really don't have time for bad sleep right now, and one of the things that helps me ensure a good night's sleep is my night pillow. So the night pillow, you've heard us talk about it before, is a memory foam pillow with a silk pillowcase, and it's designed to cradle your head for better sleep while the silk pillowcase has serious skin and hair benefits. And for me, one of the things that I like the most about it is that when I toss and turn, and I do tend to like move around a lot during the night, the pillow rebounds so it never just becomes that flat pillow pancake. It stays inflated, for lack of a better word. Yes, while I am not quite as stressed as you, I'm not. I'm actually not stressed at all right now, which is nice. Um, this pillow has serious skin and hair benefits. So Becca's gross, horrifying fact is that most pillowcases are basically bacterially indistinguishable from a toilet seat, which is terrifying. But since silk is not a food source for bacteria, all of that gunk can't and will not live there. Um, and that just, you know, keeps your, that's a great thing because it keeps your pores clear all night long. And since silk is not absorbent, the pillowcase supports optimal moisture levels for your skin and your hair, which fights split ends and wrinkles, and it keeps all of your expensive face creams 
on your skin instead of on your pillowcase. So if Grace has gotten you onto the buttercream train, you are moisturizing your face, not wasting money moisturizing your pillow. Yeah, we don't want to moisturize our pillows. Um, I've been a lifelong insomniac. I talk about this all the time. But ever since I started sleeping with my night pillow five years ago, I noticed a really big difference in my sleep. I'm so dependent on it that I actually stole my mom's pillow when I was living in Charleston for six weeks. The last thing that I think is really important to add is that silk helps to preserve your hair since it doesn't tug or create status. So I only wash my hair a few times a week, and one of the keys to preserving a blowout is this pillow and the silk pillowcase. When you sleep with a silk pillowcase, your blowout is going to last longer, and you won't wake up with that next-day bedhead look. And if you're still skeptical, I totally get it. But trying it is truly believing, which is why Knight has an amazing 100-night return policy. So you can try it at home, and if you don't love it, you can return it, no questions asked. And we have a code for you, so you can take 20% off your own night pillow with code BOPNIGHT at discovernight.com. Again, that's 20% off your night pillow with code BOPNIGHT. That's a new code, BOPNIGHT at discovernight.com. Yes, don't forget to use the new code. Okay, more controversy. What are things that you feel extremely passionate about that other people probably don't like? Like, what are your, like, lowbrow loves or just things that people might think are dumb? Yeah, we were. Tr- I was trying to rephrase this so we didn't offend anyone because, to be clear, we all like different, different lowbrow stuff. things. And if yeah. you love something that I'm saying low- is lowbrow, like, I like it too. I'm in your boat. Yeah. We're in the same garbage can. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. <laughs> People really hate when I call myself a trash person. Um, I was on the Betches site the other day, and they were talking about being a trash person. And I was like, oh, like I guess this is okay now. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's so funny. I, I love- think it's hilarious. I love to call myself a trash person. Me too. As I sit here in my airy sweatsuit that hasn't been washed in several days. Oh, I feel you. Are we going one for one here? Yes. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Um trash person coffee creamer which is what i affectionately call i put that in the outline for you i know you did i was giving you some loving help i knew you were stressed synonymous with my personality it is like what goes hand in hand with becca it's like coffee make coffee creamer which i actually am out of right now um because i went to whole foods instead of food town this week so i have half and half and i'm a little sad about it honestly but i don't foresee myself having time to go to the grocery store but i i love flavored coffee creamer like particularly cafe mocha hazelnut in a pinch i like the seasonal ones like i like a good peppermint mocha i just i've had a lot of guilt about this over my life both because it is caloric and has sugar in it and i've just kind of realized that i mean first of all it brings me so much joy that you know if it is 70 calories or whatever it is for a serving like who the hell cares yeah, I was going to say, like, of all the things that, like, could be wrong in a diet or something, you're, like, little indulgent coffee every morning. It's a treat that you're going to look forward to, and it's not that bad. And the other thing that I always feel guilty about is it is all chemicals. Like, it is 100% chemicals, which I totally recognize. But at the same time, like, it's not like I'm living a chemical-free life in every other aspect of my life where it's like, okay, when I get to that point, this can be the last thing to go. But in the meantime… I'm sure it's not the most dangerous thing that I'm exposing myself to. I think that's fine. Life is too short. Life is too short. Um, I'm all for it. I drink my coffee black, but I have other things that just make me ridiculously happy. Like what's your lowbrow love? 
fake cheese. Like any <laughs> kind face. of fake cheese. Just changed as if you I don't like as if you were mentioning the cutest boy in her seventh grade class. Like she yeah. just got this really pure smile on her face when she was talking about fake cheese that you just don't see often. So I'm not really a sweets person. Like I'll have candy every now and then. I do love ice cream. But um, if I'm picking something where I hate calling foods bad or good, um, if I'm picking something to indulge in, it's fake cheese. Like my number one would be when you go to the movies, um, I love to get a Diet Coke. I don't drink diet soda or any soda really ever because it's terrible for you. But after we talked about soda a couple weeks ago and I said that I have like a yearly ginger ale, I had my year- yearly oh, ginger good ale for last you. week. Um, I haven't had a Diet Coke in so long because I usually have it at the movies and we haven't been to the movies in forever. Fair. Um, but the pretzel bites with the fake cheese dip at the movies, oh my God. Um, along those lines, like it's not actually fake cheese. Like one, my favorite thing in, the, in to eat in the South, which is sold at like every bodega or like every little small grocery store and every regular grocery store is pimento cheese. Um, I love the cheddar cheese goldfish. I love um, – just anything cheese. Cheez-Its. Um, oh, my gosh. You know what I love is – remember that snack mix? It's, like, got Doritos and Cheez-Its and pretzels. No. It was called, I don't know. It was called, like, Party Mix or something. It was hmm. my favorite. And it was all, like, covered in fake cheese powder. Hmm. Like, they would give it to you on JetBlue flights. And I would, like, kind of not want to have it because you're on a plane and you have to get up and use the bathroom. Oh, yeah, and your fingers And your gross. fingers are orange. Like, I'd always have orange fingers on my JetBlue flights because I – couldn't resist this stuff. How do you feel about Cheetos? I love Cheetos. Oh, okay. I love them. Oh, yeah. Fake cheese. Okay. Yeah. So my next one is... Oh, and handy snacks. How did I leave handy snacks off? That's not fake cheese. It is. Isn't that pudding? No, handy snacks was the cheese dip with the little breadsticks. Oh, oh, that is good. Yeah, those were good. I don't I think, thought handy snacks do you think they pudding. make them anymore. They might have had pudding, too. There was a lot under the handy snacks umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Um, yeah, I bet they still make that. I bet so Food good. Town has it. So good. I'll look for you next time I'm there. Okay, get it for me. Because I have to go there to get my coffee creamer. <laughs> yeah, because you can't get that at Whole Foods. No, you can't. And Whole Foods has their own, and it's not It's not it. Well, also, just to defend you and your coffee creamer, like you can't have nut pads because your allergies. And right. you, there's a lot of things you can't have, so you have to have the regular cream. Do you know what I did the other night? What did you do? <laughs> so a few a few months ago or a couple – I don't know when. At some point in the past, um, I ordered Girl Scout cookies from Troop 6000, that Girl Scout troop that um, is in the New York City homeless shelter system. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, look, I'm doing a good deed and helping these girls win a cookie contest. And it, there's no benefit to them I'm, who, or who knows what they get. But anyway – I was like, I- I'm going to do a good deed and order myself some Girl Scout cookies. And I couldn't resist ordering – I don't know if they're called Samoas anymore or Caramel Delights. And I ordered them and I was like, I'm allergic to coconut, but I'm not that allergic to coconut. And I was like, I think it's worth it. And a couple nights ago, I was like, I'm going to try it. And I mean, I'm definitely lightly allergic to it in like the tongue tingly like – Way to live on the edge. But I I ate them and I was like, I honestly, like I think that was worth it. I feel like the pin, like it's nice to take like little risks in your life, and like the pandemic has kind of made that impossible. It's not like you can like get on a plane and go somewhere. So it's like 
eat your cookies that you might be slightly allergic <laughs> to. Eat my Samoas that I'm slightly allergic to. <laughs> oh, I miss Samoas. I miss Tagalongs too. I didn't get Girl Scout cookies this year. Which are the Tagalongs? The chocolate peanut butter ones. Oh, I have some upstairs. What? Yeah. Oh my God, yum. I gave you one of Jean Lip Mason's cookies. You need to I'll pay, pay it forward. I'll reciprocate. Um, so your cheese one reminded me of my um, trash cheese preference, um, which is white American cheese. Oh, yeah. Deli white American cheese. I do love American cheese as well. Like, on like a, taking, especially on a breakfast sandwich. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there, on do a you bodega want ch- yeah. breakfast sandwich. Like, there's no other option. So, like, do you want cheddar? Like, what kind of cheese do you want? I'm like, American. I like the orange American cheese. No, I like the white one. And I like um, taking cheese and cold cut turkey and making roll-ups. Oh, I like doing that, too. I love it. It brings me so much joy. I feel like my dad, like a few years ago, was on one of those low-carb diets, and I was home, and I was like, what the fuck? There is, like, no snacks. There was no, like, we always have, like, potato chips and pretzels and goldfish and, like, things to snack on. So all I did was eat, like, little roll-ups of American cheese and cold cuts. Yeah. Yeah. And you were so happy. I was so happy. But, like, it was a lot of salt, but. What is American cheese, even? Like. I don't want to know. I don't think that, like. It's kind of outside of slices. Like it's just processed cheese. There's not it's not like a type of cheese. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I um I don't like to think about what's in it. Deliciousness. It's I like love- what's in a slim gym. Ooh. Which I also do love a slim gym secretly. I love white American cheese. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It does, I, I don't even know if the colors taste different, but I would like die on the hill of like I prefer the white American cheese versus the yellow. I don't think there's any difference. There in probably taste, isn't. But I like both it's colors. It's what I grew I up with eating on sandwiches, so I just feel like it's like my preference for no real reason. It's funny because you know my my family like we ate like really organic and healthy like even like before it was a, a thing. And I remember just begging my mom for craft singles, like begging her, and we got the yellow ones. And that's what I wanted. I think because it was like like I'd never really gotten to eat yellow cheese before. Like we just ate like organic cheddar from like Vermont. Um, my next one is we're sticking to my cheese theme, string cheese. I always buy. Like, How did that not get bundled under? Because it's not fake. It's real cheese. I'm I'm a purist. Like we have to separate the cheese. I like that you have so many cheese opinions mm-hmm. that in this episode you you have two bullet points about cheese. I do because we can't insult string cheese by calling it fake cheese. I love string cheese. I buy it. Like I buy like a couple packs every time I go to the grocery store. A couple packs? Yeah, I really like it. I have like at least one a day. Oh wow. It's my favorite snack. I like to eat it where I take a string you of take it. A bite out well, of it. Well, sometimes I take a string of it and then I wrap it around a pretzel and I eat that. Oh yeah, that's sounds Or great. I take a bite of it like a No. I just take a lot of pleasure of like biting into my string cheese like a savage. No, Grace. That's I not love how it. you do it. I love it. Um, in an unsurprising turn of events, one of my lowbrow loves is chilies, American Bar and Grill. You love chilies. I love I'm chilies. All for it. One of the things that has hit me hardest during the pandemic is not being in random airports that have chilies because there's no better chilies than an airport chilies, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. the two things I want from chilies are pretty hard to mess up. I want a buffalo chicken salad and I want chips and salsa. Yeah. Oh, I love chilies. I like most chain restaurants. I am not too good for chain restaurants. You know what chain restaurant I love is Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. The breadsticks and the salad. Like, that's all you need. I don't even want to go there for pasta or, like, any right. of the other dishes. I want the breadsticks and the salad. 
fuck Mary Kill, Olive Garden soup, salad, or breadsticks. Okay, I'm gonna marry the breadsticks because obviously. Um I'm gonna fuck the salad and I'm gonna kill the soup. You're gonna kill the soup? I know. The soup is very good. You're gonna kill the soup? Or maybe I should marry the salad because if I only ate breadsticks, I'd probably die. Grace. The I'm gonna fact marry the salad and fuck salad the breadsticks. Salad is not what is dying is so Their salad dressing is so good. It is the best salad dressing. Grace, I don't even it's know. It's like just like it's a little sweet. It's a little tangy. It's like Caesar, but way better than Caesar. But it's the best dressing. I stand behind my opinions. I also love salad as a person. Like, I also love soup. For all the talk about fake cheese, like I love salad. Mm. I'm so disappointed in you right now. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. What if this was the episode that just tore us apart? I know. We're breaking up as friends. <laughs> okay, sorry, we're no longer friends. We're ca- we're, we just, we're breaking the podcast up. Too many differences came to this life. This has been the last episode. It's been a great last episode. We do have wine while we, re- we record, and we had cookies earlier. That was 4 p.m. Yeah. It's 4 p.m. She came in hot. Like, she was very hot. sad and very stressed. And I was like, here, I'm in a great mood. Have some wine. <laughs> it helped. I'm here to help. It helped. It may have made some hot takes hotter. Yeah. What's your next one? Is it cheese related? It's not. I feel like I shouldn't even say it because everyone knows it. It's Dunkin'. And people love to message me that their coffee is not that good. And you guys, I know that their coffee is not that good. I just really like it. It makes me nostalgic. Like, I'm not like, you know, I don't need this like Devotion coffee or like, I don't know, think of like a fancy Brooklyn place. I just like it. It makes me nostalgic for my high school days. Like I used to get Dunkin' every day when I was in high school. It's a different thing. And college too. It's yeah. a different thing. Like it's not It's a treat. It's a caffeinated beverage, but like I would never if I was like exhausted, I would never be like, I need a Dunkin'. Or if someone was like, What's the best coffee in Brooklyn? I would take them to like Blue Bottle or Devotion, or there's another place I forget what it's called, it's on Bedford, it's really good. Um, but I want I want my Dunkin'. And I like that I can get that blueberry flavor shot. Ugh. It's not sweet. It's just a flavor. Like, I want to clarify that. Yeah, but it's a disgusting flavor to put in coffee. Blueberry coffee is good. Please try it, everyone. And please DM me and tell me how much you like the blueberry coffee. It's weird, but good. Or I get hazelnut or no flavor. But I love the blueberry one. Yeah, but I understand what you mean. Like, there's a nostalgia to it. It's a beverage that I don't think of. I, th- I guess I think of it as coffee, but it's like, it's a different thing. It's a special it's treat. It's its own thing. It's its own thing. Exactly. It's like David S. Pumpkins. Like, Duncan Ice Coffee is its own thing. It is. Yeah. My next one, which I'm just lumping in because I feel like I have more than you, is um, Buffalo Chicken Everything, which oh, I feel like we too. can both really agree on this. Me too. Buff- I, I once said on a podcast, some, like... We were the guests and somebody was like, what's your death row meal? And I was like, a really good buffalo chicken wrap. And they were like, okay. Oh, I think that was on Shanae's podcast. It might have been. I think her eyes rolled back in her head. <laughs> yeah, but It like, was so funny. I was like, no, I stand by it. Yeah. This isn't just like a, oh, word vomit. I was like, no, that sounds great. I don't think that would be mine, but I do just love it so much. I love- Do you know what one of the biggest drawbacks of living in our apartments is? That we don't have access to a great buffalo chicken wrap. Yeah, there's no delivery place that has an excellent buffalo chicken wrap. No, you're right. I've tried them all, and and some of them have made me very sick. My old apartment had – I don't think it delivered, but, like, there was a place next door that had great buffalo chicken wraps. Oh, I love a buffalo chicken wrap. Me too. Yeah. And also along those lines, Frank's 
hot sauce. Oh, yeah. I put it on everything. You're that woman. I put that shit on everything. I put that shit on everything. And it's funny because I don't like spicy foods, but I Frank's, I don't think of as too spicy. Okay. What is your next one? Um, my next one is I, I would like to think of this more as a life hack than a lowbrow fave because it feels unfair to it. Amazon Sheets. So did you get this one because of that Airbnb we stayed in in Sayulita? No. Oh, because all those sheets in that bedroom were from Amazon. They were. And I I think I bought those. Was I living in my old apartment then? I don't know. Because I bought them at some point, but I don't think I still own them. So hmm. I'm wondering if... When you got your king-size bed? Yeah, I'm wondering if it was before I moved and that's why I don't have them anymore. Because these ones I found because they're – it's okay, so they're the Milani, M-E-L-L-A-N-I, I think, bed sheets, and they are – they're, like, the n- number one bed sheet on Amazon. They have, like, 200,000 reviews, like, an insane amount of reviews. It's two L's and two N's. I just Googled it while Thank you were talking. Two L's, two N's. And they're – these – they're t- like, what? Like, what are they? Like $23? Yeah, they're so inexpensive. They're like no money. And I like them. I have so I'm many. I'm going to get these for your bed. Great. <laughs> I have so many high-end sheets. And I like these just as much, if not more, than all of them. They're so great. My friend Molly um, just bought a vacation house. And they have like, I don't know, they have like four bedrooms or something. And she's like, I just bought the Target, the Amazon sheets for all of them. And she's like, everyone compliments me who like stays there. Amazing. They're so comfortable. Okay. They're synthetic. It's like yeah. microfiber. It's not a natural fiber. Yeah. If that's something you care about. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of reasons that they're not great, but I'm like, comfort-wise, whew. I like – my favorite sheets are either like for natural fibers, bamboo or linen, or like a synthetic one because I just like cooling fabrics. These are so comfy. What's your next one? Okay. I'm going to lump two together because they're both kind of sporty and things you wouldn't think I would like. But one of them – I object to as a lowbrow love. It's not lowbrow because this category can also be things that you think are underrated or like things you look really like. Oh, we're just making up rules now. I I, I wrote this. I made this outline. Okay. So I'm in charge. Okay. Airy. You stole this from me. I did. Well, you said it and then you know who – sorry. You know who influenced me? Who? Our friend Melissa. She's not really our friend. We just love her. Melissa Woodhull. Yes. You little <laughs> jerk. Well, you were talking about their $3 underwear, which I do yeah, not I also, buy their underwear yet. Okay. Well, they're great, first of all. But I also have so much of their loungewear, and you've just, you were ignoring me. And then Melissa said it, and you're like, got to get some loungewear. I did. I'm so sorry. It's not that I don't respect your opinions. I just, Melissa was wearing a pullover that I was I saw and I was like I need that, and then it like really like broke something in me because I just couldn't stop ordering from them. The other <laughs> broke something in me. <laughs> like what a sad statement. Well, the other thing was that um, Liz Joy from Pure Joy Home. She has a really cute style. Somebody did a Q and A with her, and she was like. They were like, where do you get the best tank tops? And I noticed this on her. Like, she always has, like, cute cardigans and, like, little jackets on and, like, solid tank tops that are, like, tight and fitted. But, like, I don't know. Like, they're not too low cut. They're just, like – but they're not too sporty. So I bought, like – I've now bought, like, six of this tank top. It's such a good tank top. So I'm giving you the original credit but saying that – it's like with marketing. I think you have to hear about something, like, multiple times and um, it – 
it did it for me. And I now love Aerie. Well, if you start wearing their underwear, I can't wait to tell you I told you so. I know. I'm not ordering it out of principle because it's kind of like I talked so much shit about your $3 underwear that now if I get the $3 underwear, like, I'm going to have to listen to you, like, like telling me you told me so for this long. You like, will. I'm, but gu- I'm guessing but that they're probably so great. comfortable. Okay. I might try them just for fun. Okay. But make sure you ask me because there's multiple kinds and the ones that I like are called the real me ones. Okay. They have such funny names. Yeah. Like the pullover I'm wearing right now is called the Corded Good Vibes Pullover because Hitha DM'd me today. I, was, I posted some stories on Instagram. She's like, okay, like, I'm really glad you have Julia Tertian on your podcast, but what is that pullover? I have it in green. Yeah. I know you do. I think you were also influenced by Melissa on that. I'm wearing an airy sweater right now. Well, that's airy? Yeah. Oh, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> we have a problem. I, But I wholeheartedly agree with you. Airy is great. Yeah, and it's so inexpensive. So great. Yeah, especially when they have a sale. It's like medium, but like when they have a sale, like that Henley they that I love. They always have a sale. Yeah, they, they always have a sale, but sometimes the sales are really good. Like the tank tops one day were $7. The Henley that I like was $13. Um, the other thing that I love, which Emily Kamayer got me into, is the Lululemon t-shirts, which I don't shop at Lululemon for workout clothes. I generally think they're like a little overpriced and like I've had things fall apart, so they just kind of fell off my radar. Um, I went over Emily's to like help her. We had like a working date, like to talk about like email newsletters and stuff. And she was wearing like this really cute Veronica beard blazer and a really great t-shirt and just like the drape of the t-shirt and the weight and like the hem of it. I was, and it was really long, but not too long. I was like, what t-shirt is that? And she's like, it's Lululemon. She's a brand ambassador for Lululemon. But I was just like, I need that. And I ordered I ordered it in three sizes. I'm obsessed with it. I wear it in all three sizes, depending on like the level of slouchiness I want. It's the best t-shirt ever. I'm so like this is the one I object to. It's not. It's not lo- it's lowbrow. Not lowbrow. I just think it's off the radar. Like, would you ever think to buy like your favorite white t-shirt that you wear with jeans at Lululemon? No, but I will say I do want to object to another point that you just made earlier, which is so Lululemon, and I I don't think they would probably want me to say this, but um, they will replace anything. Like, you can take in three-year-old pants if they, like, rip or pill or anything, and you can be like, there's something wrong with these, and they'll just give you new ones. Oh. And I've done that. Like, I I had – bad. Well, so I realized it because I, the first time it happened, I, um, I'd had a pair of leggings from them for not a very long time, like maybe three months or something, and they started to um, – like, the stitching started to come undone on the leg, and I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, they – you know, they cost a hundred dollars and three months later they're unraveling. And so I I brought it to the store just to be like, hey, is there anything you can do? And or maybe I looked it up online. I don't know how I know this, but basically it's like it's similar to Nordstrom. Nordstrom will take anything back. Lululemon will like just replace anything. And so then I had another situation. So I found out that time and then I had another situation where I was on, I was traveling. I was in San Francisco and Oh, I'd I'd been at a bachelorette party and then I was in San Francisco for a wedding, maybe. But I was gone from home for like two weeks. Okay. And I'd bought I'd brought like two pairs of yoga pants with me, and then one of them like started to fall apart in like the leg. Yeah. And I was like, crap, I need a new one. And so yeah. I was like, I wonder if they would take this back. And like those were like three years old. And they were like, no problem. Oh my God. I don't know how I feel about this. It makes me feel a little guilty. It's like a customer service policy. And also like I'm a customer for life. I will tell you, 
I'm, I've been having. Do you wear Lululemon on the reg? Yeah, I'm wearing Lululemon's pants right now. I didn't know you liked them. Yeah. Okay. I actually had, I, I pretty much, in terms of like black workout pants, like any plain workout pants. Yeah. Or Lululemon. I thought you were a Beyond Yoga person. Mm-mm. I like the Beyond Yoga um, bike shorts. Okay. But otherwise, I'm a Lululemon person. But I will admit that um, I've been having such a stressful couple of weeks that last week, the laundry situation got so bad that I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to buy more yoga pants. Oh, my god! I went to Lululemon, I bought two new pairs of yoga pants. You went to the store? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I was like, this is easier. You know, sometimes that happens. Um, I've had that happen with underwear in the past. Wait, can I tell you my somewhat related? Yes. Lowbrow love? Um, so it used to be Target sports bras, the champion C9 ones, but they changed them and I don't like them anymore. So... You can find the champion sports bras on Amazon now. Okay. And I went on this quest for sports bras a couple of years ago. I remember this. Because Target changed theirs. And I ended up with just like the non-Target version of the champion sports bra. It's so much for like a low impact sports bra. It's so much better than any other one. That's amazing. I love it. And it's cheap. Yeah. We'll link it in the show notes. But um, yeah, I'm like, oh, why would I spend more? Like I tried... I, I tried so many, and some of them were like $100. They're like, they were really expensive. And I was like, no. Yeah. Like this one better. Great. My last one is an old people romance. You know this about me. I think it's I because like I'm really approaching. I changed the rules of this game approaching. Since, I, since I populated the outline. Until I made now. the rules. I made the rules. This is what we're doing. Okay. An old people romance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear to God, when I put this in, it said, like, Things that are trashy that you like. No, and it said like, things other people don't like that you like. And now you're like old people romance. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm stupid for liking old people romances. No, as you're much not as I stupid. Do. Fucking tell me more old people romances, friends. If you go in the Facebook group and tell them to me, because I think it's because I'm just like I'm going to be forty in seven months, and I don't care about turning forty. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I'm just kidding. We've had wine, um, and. I just am starting to relate more to the Diane Keaton, Jack Nicholson romances than the younger people ones. You know what movie I haven't seen in a while that is not an old people romance, but I'm like, oh, I might relate to this a lot now, is Must Love Dogs. I've never seen that. With um, Is that my plan for tonight? Diane Lane and John Cusack. Oh, that I think great. I think that's who it's in it. Um, I love it because I feel I've been in a very like – pro-romance mood lately and i think you can meet your person in your old age yeah yeah so that's that's my last one i'm sorry it doesn't follow the rules but because i trashed young people romances earlier i felt that i needed to defend old people romances okay Let's take a minute to talk about a sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers professional therapy online via chat, video, or phone, and they make it really, really easy to speak to a licensed counselor from the comfort of your couch. So speaking for myself, and I mean, also, I guess speaking for people I know in real life, because I've had a lot of conversations with people about this, this year has been just like such a challenging year mental health-wise. I mean, between the pandemic and adjusting to quarantine and the election, it was a rough year. And then on top of that, we have to add all of our individual stressors that each of us has. And, you know, if you've been thinking about therapy, I think that is incredible. But I also know that it can be really, really overwhelming. Like, okay, you've made the decision. That's step one. And then you have all these other steps to actually make that happen. Like, 
How do you find a therapist? How do you know what they specialize in? And what if, after all that, they turn out not to be a match? So I love BetterHelp because they're solving all these problems. Yes. So BetterHelp offers private, affordable online counseling when you need it without having to leave your couch. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. You can message them anytime and get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And best of all, it's more affordable than traditional online counseling and financial aid is available. They're really, really committed to facilitating great matches. So if you start working with one counselor and it ends up not being a good fit, they make it really easy and free to change counselors. They make it so easy to get started too. So you go to their website, you fill out a simple online questionnaire that assesses your needs, and they ask you about your age, your relationship status, your past experience with therapy, and what you're looking to address, and then they match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And they have counselors who are specialized in literally everything from depression, stress, and anxiety to relationships, trauma, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem issues. Yes. And anything you share is, of course, always confidential. We want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash bad on paper. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bad on paper. So Grace, shall we change gears and get into some end matter? Yes, let's do it. Well, I'm looking to you for an Instagram session because I don't have one. Yes. So mine this week, I read an interview with her and I was just really inspired by her. And she is the catch me if you can. And she is actually... Oh, I like that handle. Yeah, it's a good handle. And her feet is beautiful. She's got great style. She goes to like all of the most amazing places. But she is the first black woman and also just the first person that I've ever experienced to travel to every single country. That's so cool. I know. I know. So the Newsette, um, which is a great email newsletter, if you don't already subscribe, did a profile on her this week. And I was just really um, like kind of starstruck. Oh, man. I want to interview her. I want to know like what was the – Should we like, try and get her under- on the podcast? Yeah. I want to know like, what DM is her. the most underrated country. Like yeah. what was the hardest to go to? Yeah. Like We should do a Wanderlust episode with Oh, her. my God. Especially when travel is going to open up. Oh, my God. I can't – she would be such a cool guest. Yeah. So I'm obsessed with her. I really recommend following her because her feed is just – it's like such good travel porn. I, I just loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have – an Instagram session, but I do have I have two obsessions. Okay. So the first one is this new podcast. And I haven't gotten sucked into a new podcast like slash had a podcast binge in a really long time. And yesterday morning, Rachel sent me an episode of this podcast, which is called Happier in Hollywood. And it's like the sister podcast to Gretchen Rubin's podcast uh, called Happier. And it's actually hosted by her sister. So it's a sister podcast hosted by her sister. I'm going to need to get involved in this. And um, it's it's hosted by these two women who are writing partners working in Hollywood. And I'm not positive how old they are, but I get the sense that they're kind of in their 40s or 50s. And they're very successful and accomplished. And um, they talk all about working in Hollywood, but then it's also more broadly applicable just about um, happiness and, and work-life balance and um, living life. And okay. um, so I listened to this one episode, which was about getting pressure from all sides, yeah. which is a situation that Rachel and I can very much relate to right now. Um, and... Then I liked – at first I was like, oh, I don't really know, like, 
Oh, they've been doing this longer than us. Oh, yeah. They have over two, they have 200 episodes. But their, their equipment sounded kind of janky at first. And I was like, they sounded, I don't know. I, well, I just, so like, did ours. I was just like, I don't know if I'm into this. And by the end of the episode, I like had gone back into the back catalog and downloaded like 30 episodes that like piqued my interest out of their 200 episode catalog. Okay. So I'm very into that. And then last week, as a follow up to our episode on pop culture, I'd said that I was really intrigued by Superstore because Superstore got canceled and now it's like there's all this um, buzz around it where people say that it shouldn't have been canceled and I've never seen it and I don't know anyone who has. And somebody DM'd me to tell me that it's available on Hulu. Do you think I would like it? No. Okay. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that it was that easy because <laughs> the whole thing started because it was available on Netflix in every other country except the U.S. And it's like now developed this fandom, but it's canceled. So I didn't realize that it was on Hulu. And I started watching it. And it's it's a sitcom, which is why I said I don't think you'll like it. Yeah. Sitcom-y humor um, about people who work in like basically like a Walmart or Target type superstore. Okay. And um, it is making me so happy to have a 30-minute show with many seasons that I can watch because I'm in this state right now where I'll stop working, but that I need something to kind of like turn my brain off. I need a little bit of something, but I don't want to commit to something longer. And having a 30 minute show that I can just watch a couple of episodes of is making me so happy. I miss younger so much for that. That was my thing. Like, I think younger is an hour, isn't it? No, it's short. It was my favorite thing because it was like 20 or 30 minutes to just like unwind but not too long i know i was talking to rachel last night and i was like i can't think of what are other 30 minute shows that i haven't watched because i really like having a 30 minute show with a lot of episodes that i can what about the good place that was another short one i love the good place yeah i love it's one of my favorite shows it's gone now yeah r.i.p so both of those things are making me very happy what's on your obsession list i also have two so my first one is deuce and deuce which i think i've (gasps) talked about before you have and i saw the you say it. I don't want to steal it. Oh, well, they just launched and I'm like really trying to hold back because I just bought all this furniture. So I like really cannot spend money right now. But they have um, these amazing striped beach towels. They're so cute. They're so, and I have the bath towels. I have the ones that are green and white and then flip to pink and orange. Ooh. And I don't know how they weave them. Like I'm doing a I'm doing a collaboration with a company with on blankets and I, I showed them the deuce and deuce and things and was like how can we do this and they're like that's not something we have the tech for but i love that like each side is like completely different and the beach towels are just incredible and frankly like i like to use a beach towel as a regular towel because i like a big fluffy towel to wrap up in and i like i ha- i keep like going to their site and like looking at them and then like xing out my browser but i want them and the other thing that I'm obsessed with is on Netflix, Ginny and Georgia. Um, in the Facebook group, Katie Herklotz had recommended it. Like when we posted our thread saying, um, like, oh, we're doing a pop culture episode. Like here are all the things that we love right now. Katie was like, I was shocked to not see this show mentioned. And I was like, I've never heard of that. Um, and it's great. It has um, – it's a mother and her two children move from the south to Massachusetts. And um, – there's some scandal and in the past, but and it deals with like light issues. Like there's some there's like a couple different romances and like some cute mother daughter stuff, but then more serious stuff like racism. The daughter is half black and she like deals with a lot of just like awful commentary from kids at school, bullying. Like one of the sons gets really badly bullied, self harm. So there is like a, a content warning there, but I 
like I'm eating up this show and I just, I find it so enjoyable. I think that the main character, the woman who plays the mom, she's she's a 30-year-old mom. That's the other thing. She had her daughter when she was 15. Is it like a Gilmore Girl vibe? No, it's better than Gilmore. You know, I don't like Gilmore oh, okay. Girls. Um, I love this show. So Would I, I like it? I think you'd like it a lot. Okay. Um, so Katie, if you're listening, thank you for this recommendation. It's been so enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. What about books? Okay. So on the book side – I finished The Other Black Girl by Zakia Delilah Harris. Where did you net out on it? Because that's like on my in my short list of books to read next. So it was interesting. So I didn't know what to expect. Um, there was a an editor's letter in the in the front of it that compared it to Gone Girl. Ooh. Where the editor and sometimes in an advanced reader copy, there's a letter from the editor in the front or from like the publishing house mm-hmm. talking about why they're so excited about this book. And so all I went in knowing was that it was about publishing and that it was like a psychological thriller, but I didn't know anything about it. And for the first like 150 pages, I was like, I was not really sure what was going on because it's basically about a black girl who works at a publishing house, a fake publishing house, and she's the only black girl there. And then another black girl gets hired in an assistant position as well. And then mysterious things start happening. And so for the first 150 pages, I was like, not that I didn't enjoy it, but I was like, I just didn't know where this was going. And then in the second half, and especially in like the last quarter, probably some like shit happened. Shit happened that I, I did not see this twist coming whatsoever. I cannot wait. It almost took like a little bit of a sci-fi twist a little bit, but um, I was really surprised by it. It kept me on my toes. Okay. So, yeah, I think it's a book that you should go into, like, not knowing any – knowing as little as possible about. Yeah. So then I picked up Delicious by Ruth Reichel because this came up in our Hidden Gems book episode, and somebody recommended this book, which Ruth Reichel, who wrote Save Me the Plums, among other film memoirs, this is – she wrote a fiction book, and I never heard about it. And first of all, I also really appreciate that it has an exclamation point in the title. But yeah, it's basically, think of it like The Devil Wears Prada, but at a food magazine. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this. So it's about like a girl who's an outsider. Carly loved it too. She oh, had, really? Yeah, Carly had written about it on her stories. And I was like, this sounds like something I need to read. Yeah, it's about a girl who's an outsider who gets a job at a fake food magazine that's called Delicious. That's, you know, I think it's supposed to be like Bon Appetit or Gourmet Magazine. Oh, I can't wait to read this and also to compare it to Save Me the Plums because Save Me the Plums is her actual experience at the magazine. Yeah, it's different. I've read half of Save Me the Plums. Um, This girl is like – she starts as an assistant and she's like 19. It's very much like a young, plucky girl story versus Ruth Reichel. I can't remember how she came to the magazine, but I I don't think it was that way. Okay. I cannot wait for this. I ordered it because you told me how good it was. Yeah. And it came a couple days ago. Once I finish the book that I'm reading, which I'll tell you about, um, I'm going to read that. Please tell me. What are you reading? So I finished – you've read both of these books. I feel like I'm really behind you on the reading front. I haven't been – I've been in more of a TV place lately, and I've also had a lot of work, so I haven't been reading as much. Um, I finished A Special Place for a Woman by Laura Hankin, and we both love this author. She also wrote um, Happy and You Know It. Oh, my God. So I got to the twist. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, 
you can say your thing. What? She sold a new book. Did you see that? No. She sold a new book, and I don't even think she's written it yet. Do you follow her on Instagram? Yeah, I, I like do. her. She's really nice. She, I do too. She writes me back whenever I tag her. I do too. I feel like yeah. we're friends, and I feel yeah. like if you, I don't think she knows who I am. But anyway. no, I don't think she knows who either of us are. But um, it's so nice. But um, she sold a new book, and she had shared it on her stories, like the Publisher Weekly um, post about it, and it is a book about a couple. A group of people who were on like a Mickey Mouse style, Mickey Mouse Club style show who became pop stars and then are like having a reunion 13 years later. Oh. And I saw that and I was like, I want this to be written now. Oh, she. I want to read this this minute. She writes like such good juicy books. Can't wait. I feel like she's up there for me with Taylor Jen- Jenkins Reid, which is a big statement. But it's totally different. It's, it's like totally a totally different. different vibe. She doesn't write the same way, but like. Her books just draw you in in that same, like, magnetic way. Yeah. So Becca's talked about a special place for women before, so I won't spare you all of the details. And I talked about it last week. But this book took such a turn that I did not see coming, and I loved every minute of it. Um, our friend went on a trip today, and I gave her the book to read, the galley that I had. It's, it was It's so good. It's so good. I love this one. I think we need to have it as a book club pick, and I know when we need to have it. <laughs> But I don't want to tell you why because there's a reason. What what else are you reading? I'm reading right now. I'm about 120 pages into Yoke by Mary H.K. Choi. Can you refresh me on what you thought about this book? I really enjoyed it. Okay. Because it's been a little slow and it's getting better. So it's about two sisters. One of them is just deeply unlikable. Um, Which one? The irresponsible one. Oh, interesting. At least right now. But – they, their d- dynamic is getting more heartwarming and I'm getting a lot more drawn in. At first I was like, cause Mary HK Choi is such a great writer. And like, I just, I really like her. I've read, I think I've read a couple of her books, but I really like her writing silent, but I was like, I hate this girl. <laughs> like she's so annoying. Like she's just being like, just like causing so many problems, like getting in her own way. Oh, I didn't have that feeling. I really, I really liked it. She's also like 19. Yeah, no, it's true. Sometimes it's again these younger characters. Sometimes I get upset with them, um, but I really like the older sister, and the older sister has cancer, so I don't know what's going to happen. Um, there is a trigger warning for an eating disorder if you um, if you decide to read this, but I'll report back next week. I will probably have finished it by then. Um, but I really like Mary H K Choi's writing. I'm just um, kind of like just getting into this. And if none of those piqued your fancy. I don't think that's the right phrase. Struck your fancy? Struck your fancy. Struck your fancy. Um, I lied last week. Piqued your interest. Struck your fancy. (laughs) I lied last week and I said that this week was book club because I didn't know how many Wednesdays they were in March. Also last week I called him Matthew Haig and he's Matt Haig. So we are having our book club next week on March 31st, which is the last. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's March 31st. It's the last. It's my moving date. Okay. And it's also the last. Okay. So the last Wednesday of the month. We're discussing uh, Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Um, there is a trigger warning for suicide on this book. And um, it's uh, one of the our, both of our favorite books that we've read this year so far. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the book deals with a woman who is contemplating suicide and decides to end her life. And she goes to this purgatory, which is a library. And in that library, you can choose any book and you can read the reverse of any decision that you made and what your life would have been like. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I read it when I was in like a pretty sad place. And like, I tend to think a lot about like alternate lives and what life life could be like if I did things differently. And I read this and it just left me with such like a warm and fuzzy feeling like you're right where you need to be. Yeah. I'm really excited to discuss this. So join us next week and we'll be talking about that. And in the meantime, we're on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm on Instagram at Grace Atwood, and my blog is thestripe.com. And I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman, and my other podcast is called Romcom Pods, and season three is coming soonish. Yes. Um, bye, guys. Have a great day. Bye. bye.